0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Learning with Lauren podcast and happy Wellness Wednesday. I'm so excited to join you all again on this Wednesday hump day and hope to provide you some more motivation to get you through the week and through the weekend. Today's topic I'm going to be discussing body image, body acceptance, and self-confidence. Before I jump into today's topic, I do want to Discuss the recent events of this past weekend relating to gun violence and the mass shootings that have occurred over the past five days now. I am incredibly saddened, as I'm sure most of you are as well, that these types of events keep occurring in our society. I offer my condolences to the families in Monterey Park, Half Moon Bay, Des Moines, and any other communities that might have been affected by the same kind of violence. I truly hope and pray that you're able to find peace, that you're surrounded by love, and that you as a community are able to mourn together and grieve your loved ones who have passed away, unfortunately, through these circumstances. I am incredibly disheartened that these are events that keep happening without solutions in our country. And quite frankly, I believe that I could not sit here and record this podcast about wellness without bringing up topics such as this because violence is something that is directly correlated to wellness. It is correlated to the wellness of our society as a whole and also us as individuals. It impacts our mental, emotional, and physical health in ways that we might not fully understand. And so I think that this is a topic that is really important I hope to eventually in the future maybe bring someone on who is an expert in the field who can discuss this more in depth from an expert point of view and discuss the correlation between violence and wellness and specifically traumatic events such as the ones that have occurred this weekend. So with that being said, I just really encourage you all to continue to take care of yourselves, continue to spread kindness, And just focus on your rest if that is necessary. It is understandable and valid if you have heightened anxiety and emotions during these times of turmoil. So just know that and I hope that you're able to continue finding comfort and take care of yourselves. So now I do want to begin discussing today's topic on body image, body acceptance, and self-confidence. I think that this is a really important area of wellness especially in a society that has so many standards that are placed on everyone and in this you know era of a really large social media presence especially with TikTok. I think that this topic is really important. I am going to be discussing topics such as weight, body image, weight stigma, If any of these topics are sensitive or triggering to you, please keep that in mind as you continue listening. I am going to try to keep this as neutral and positive as possible, so I hope that you all are able to gain some insight, and I hope that after listening to this episode, you are encouraged to boost your self-esteem, and continue to love yourself. So that is the goal of the episode. I also am going to be discussing different things such as the definitions of the three topics that I mentioned, society's standards, the new wave of greater acceptance in our society in terms of body image and self-image, a little bit of my personal story relating to the matter, and following with different ways to boost your self-esteem. I want to start off so that we're all on the same page discussing the definitions of body image, body acceptance, and self-image. The definition of body image is someone's subjective picture or mental image of their own body. The definition of body acceptance is accepting one's body regardless of not being completely satisfied with all aspects of it. And self-image, idea, one has of one's abilities, appearance, and personality. And I think we all know the definition of confidence and self-confidence, just believing in yourself and feeling confident in yourself. Oh, and I also am going to be briefly discussing weight stigma, so I want to provide a definition of that as well. The definition provided by the World Obesity Federation defines weight stigma as the discriminatory acts and ideologies Ideologies targeted towards individuals because of their weight and size. And so weight stigma can have an effect on someone socially, physically, psychologically, and can also just have an impact on the level of health care that someone is treated with based on their weight. In order to provide a little bit more insight and confidence on this topic, I do just want to immediately discuss my story revolving around my self image, trying to increase my self confidence, body image, and body acceptance for myself. So, just to get right into it, I have felt a lot of feelings about my Outward image and how society perceives me ever since I was a little girl. And I think a big part of that is being biracial and growing up in primarily white communities and in schools where most of the people did not look like me up until I got to college. And so this definitely had a large impact on my self image and how I felt that. I had a certain place in society or how society viewed me based on my race alone, but when I was also younger, in the ripe age of middle school, I was diagnosed with scoliosis, which is a curvature of the spine. It's a disorder or disability, however you want to categorize it, that affects your spine, and in my case, I had a severely curved Spine, and as I grew taller in my adolescence age, it was getting worse. So I had a few options. I could either get a back brace and treat it, hope the curve got straighter, or I was supposed to get surgery. And so all of this started occurring at age 11, I believe. I opted for a back brace. I was a dancer at the time, but as you all might guess, having a back brace during middle school ages where I already felt very insecure about all the other aspects of my body image. I certainly was not confident in myself, and I was really nervous about being bullied, and I was. So... (laughs) I guess that wasn't really promising and I think that that's such a really valid point in this conversation. There's a reason I picked body acceptance and not body positivity because I think that there needs to be a neutrality of incorporating the reality of some situations but learning to accept that and learning to have self-confidence in yourself and stop worrying so much about what others think of you and what society thinks of you. And I think that Now that I'm older, this journey with scoliosis had such a large impact on how I viewed myself in a positive way that I didn't realize until I was an adult. So, to speed up the story, I had a back brace. I wore it for around two to three years. It worked for a moment. And then a year after, I took it off. And mind you, I wore this back brace for 23 hours out of the day. I only had one hour to take it off. And that's when I was. In dance, I probably ended up taking off like two to three hours a day, but you know, we're just not going to tell my surgeon that information. Yeah, I just said it. I did end up having to get a spinal fusion surgery when I was 15 years old, and that changed my life. I mean, completely. I have been feeling so much better in terms of my pain and just. Oddly enough, that surgery boosted my self confidence. I mean, I felt like a badass, quite frankly. I have a 12 inch scar in the middle of my spine, and it's such a conversation starter. It's something that I always thought was going to make me feel othered in a society where I already felt othered, but it's something that really increased my confidence and made me love my body more than I ever had before. But now, jump to My mid 20s, it's now been, ooh, I mean, we're going on 10 years since I've had the surgery. I used to always want to have like open back shirts and open back dresses that would show my scar because I was so proud of the journey that I had. I was so proud that I surmounted that adversity that I faced as a child. And now I have a back that is covered in multiple scars. I actually do have another scar from the back brace. I now have a scar from another surgery yeah. and I also have a lot of back knee scars. And now I never want to show my back. I am so embarrassed at the beach. I just feel so self-conscious about people just seeing my back and just thinking like what the heck happened to her or like is she dirty? She has all this back knee when the reality of it is, you know, I shower every day. Sometimes I shower twice a day, and that's not even good for your skin. But unfortunately, in my later years in life, I have just gained a lot of acne on my face, on my shoulders, on my lower back. And it's something that I can't control at the present moment. It's probably directly linked to hormones and stress and anxiety, and I'm working on that. But a really big hurdle for me in the past few years has been learning to accept that and be okay with that and I think that's one of the most beautiful things that I have gotten from social media recently is this wave of acceptance of things such as acne and this body acceptance some body positivity posts that are just showing that you can be beautiful and have these things that are traditionally seen as not so beautiful so like scars as well And I just think it's so interesting, and I share my story because I actually initially gained confidence and came out of my shell due to a very large scar on my back, but then I wanted something that I guess I view in society is a bit more stigmatized, such as acne. It's a whole different thing, and I want to hide this entire part of me. I think that goes to show that a lot of these things are something that is controlled by our own minds. I am sure that some people have seen me and they maybe don't think that I have an attractive back. That sounds so weird to say. But what if I was confident in myself and my personality is and should be the most important thing about me and just who I am? The outward image of myself is never going to control or have an impact on who I am inside. So I think that that's a message that I really wanted to share with you all today and caters into the different aspects of boosting your self-esteem. One of them being to accept and give compliments. So being able to accept compliments. I know like anytime I have had my back out or in the summertime and somebody compliments my scar or they're like, oh, where is that from? I'm merely like, oh my gosh, they just saw everything else. But Being able to accept that compliment and give them back is such a huge promoter of self esteem, self love, and self confidence. And it's something that I think is really important. So, that's one story that I wanted to share with you all today. And I also want to discuss different society standards and talk a little bit about weight stigma. So, this is something that I've also dealt with myself. I'm sure many of us in society. Have a lot of opinions on our own weight. And now I think we're in a scary time where, on the bright side, there's a lot of encouragement on social media platforms on just loving your body and being your healthiest self, being your own healthy weight, and knowing that everyone is different, everyone has a different body, and just being grateful that your body is able to do the things that it does every day rather than focusing so much on your weight. But on the bad side of the current time, I think that we're entering another era of celebrities having a really large influence on our idea of our own body image. I work in the healthcare industry. I work in an office where these drugs are available and it's sad that drugs like Ozempic and Manjaro that are meant for people with type 2 diabetes or for people who cannot lose weight no matter what they do due to a metabolic disorder are now things being used by celebrities and being hyped on all these platforms for weight loss, rapid weight loss, and it's encouraging people to want to use them for those same reasons as well and I think it's really sad because I think we finally reached this point in the past couple years of like I said accepting bodies and accepting people for the way that they look in all shapes or forms and now there's you know these drugs that are artificial that can make everyone skinny you know and I don't know. I just think it's really sad. And like I said, I think that it's unfortunate as well that there are people that do need these medications for their own personal health. people who have type 2 diabetes, people who have these conditions that these brand new technologies, medical technologies, are amazing for. But here we are taking advantage of it. And I think it's just unfortunate. That's what I have to say about that, and I also just wanted to talk a little bit about my own weight fluctuations and how this definitely had an impact on me, and I want to share something that one of my friends told me. So in the past few years, I have gained like 20 to 30 pounds, and I'm not used to seeing myself at this weight. And to be honest, I'm not really trying to lose it, especially after this quote that my friend told me, but she she's a little bit older than me. She's around like 30, 31. And she's like, well, Lauren, like, have you considered that you're you're just growing into your woman body? I mean, your hips are coming in. Your body is beautiful. You're a woman and you're just growing into yourself. And I do feel like as much as I'm not used to seeing myself or this weight on my body frame, I do feel like I am very beautiful. There's some occasions where I don't feel that way because that's just the reality, but I've learned to accept the body that I have today and I've learned to, I don't know, be confident in it. I do have an amazing boyfriend who always encourages me on the days where I'm not feeling so great about how I look or I feel like everyone around me is discussing like losing weight and I want to do the same thing. And he is a great encourager of loving me exactly how I am and helping me accept my body how it is in its current state. I know the day that I finally started buying clothes that are for my current body rather than hoping that I'm just going to fit into my jeans from four years ago that day was transformational and now i feel so great cuz i can wear more clothes i can wear jeans again because i've just learned to accept myself and i think that it's just a really beautiful part of growing up when you're able to do that and ignore the things that are common in our society ignore these trends and Just feel comfortable in yourself. Just remind yourself of the good trends of people loving themselves for exactly how they look without these artificial things. And if you do want to do those things, you know, all power to you. I don't want to judge in that department, but I hope you just know that you're beautiful just as you are and how you mature naturally. That is completely fine as well. So I just want to offer that insight. And as we're on the topic of society standards, I also wanted to discuss the trend of like glass skin in the clean girl aesthetic. I have to admit, when I first saw this on TikTok, I was obsessed. But of course, again, do any of these girls look like me? The answer is no. You know, most of them are white women who have blonde hair that's like and straight they have the slick back bun there's no waves when they have their slick back bun where mine I have like waves and they have this perfect smooth clear skin they look like Haley Bieber and I just was immediately frustrated when I saw it and like processed that like oh I won't look like that when I do that trend if I want to do that trend I need to have my straight hair I need to put full face of makeup on and pretend that I don't have makeup on because I don't have clear skin, I have acne scars, I have acne, I have discoloration, just the whole works. And I was so focused on seeing myself as something that I couldn't be rather than accepting my own appearance and that leads me into a discussion I wanted to have on makeup. So, I personally love makeup. I think it's so therapeutic. I love watching makeup videos. I like doing it to myself. And I just think it's beautiful. I think it's such a beautiful way to express yourself, just like fashion. This February, I want to launch Bareface February. So, a month challenge for myself to not wear makeup any day of the month except for my boyfriend's birthday. He, his birthday's in February. He's at Pisces. And outside of that one occasion, because we'll probably go out to dinner or something, I want to have kind of my Alicia Keys moment and just being able to look myself in the mirror and find things throughout the month that I love about myself without makeup, without feeling like I don't look well, without feeling like I look sick, and without focusing so much on what society thinks of me when I don't wear makeup because I honestly I'm going to be straight out I think I look very different with and without makeup that might just be my own perception of how I see myself and that's something I want to challenge for bare face February is maybe if I have a bare face every single day without makeup I will see that differently and see the things that I don't know that I love about myself like I can tell you right now something I love when I don't have makeup on is seeing I have naturally long eyelashes I think that they're really beautiful I also think that the little freckles that I have on my cheeks are beautiful that you can't see when I wear makeup there's certain things that I do really like and I want to be able to find more about myself during this process and also just be able to look at myself and not be like, jump scare. You know? Also, I love that I said that this is going to be like not negative, but I feel like I'm being a little negative right now. But this is just the process. This is the process of learning to accept myself and accept the image that I hold of myself. So if you want to join me in that challenge, please do so. I hope that we are all able to appreciate ourselves a little bit more in our own natural beauty and I completely understand if you don't want to participate because like I said I love makeup I have nothing against it I probably would be so excited to wear it again in March but like it's gone to the point for me at least I still wear a mask at work and I wear a full face of makeup every single day and I know that I'm getting more acne on my face because I'm wearing makeup underneath this mask and it honestly doesn't even stay you know like my makeup doesn't even stay on my face it all gets on the mask but I can't imagine seeing myself in the mirror and other people seeing me when I look pale and when my dark under eyes are showing and I just am so scared that like someone will reinforce the feeling that I have about myself and like ask me if I'm okay because they're not used to seeing me without makeup and I just really want to hone in during the next month that I am beautiful regardless. So if you want to join me on that, I would love to have that and I think it'd be a great like positive community effort to just all be able to be grateful for our own natural looks. So let me know if you want to join. Anyways, I'm getting super chatty on this episode so I apologize I just want to lead all of this into my final point of today's episode on other ways to boost your self-esteem and your self-confidence I already shared accepting and giving compliments I think that's such a great way to express gratitude of someone just spreading their kindness another way is to journal and journal anything so if you want to journal things that you're grateful for something I do daily on my Instagram stories is sharing daily gratitude but I challenge you to find at least three things that you're grateful for each day so that way you're really thinking about what little things that could be anything I mean if you have a really bad day you'd be like you know what I'm grateful to have water today I'm grateful that the sun was out today things like that I think it's really important and. You might be wondering how does this have anything to do with my self-esteem but I think it challenges you to ground yourself for a minute and think about things that you might be taking for granted and I think that has a direct correlation with how we see ourselves as well. Another thing is to notice when you compare yourself to others. I know that I do this like all day long but if I tell myself like okay I'm gonna start noticing and taking note of when I do things like that, then I think it makes, like, it kind of tricks your mind to be like, okay, every time I compare myself, I take note of it. And I don't like that I'm doing that. So I think it, like, creates an association in your mind. And if you want to, you can journal about that as well. But comparison truly is the thief of joy. There's no way that we can ever be just like someone else in this world. So why compare? We're all beautifully unique so just remember that. A couple other ways to boost your self-esteem is to treat yourself kindly and love others as well. Like I said I was starting to go down a negative path even in this episode alone on my self-image but I think it's really important that we all learn how to treat ourselves kindly and treat ourselves like how we would our friends and our family members. You would never want to tell someone straight to their face that they're ugly. So why would you tell yourself that you're ugly? You know, they wouldn't do that to you and you wouldn't do it to them. And then a couple other things is to do your favorite activities, especially when you're feeling down. You know, maybe you're not feeling too good, but going out on a nice walk is going to make you feel good. Doing all these things to make you feel good about yourself Definitely have a direct correlation on your mental and emotional well-being and correlate to your self-confidence and image of yourself and just feeling overall good. And then the last idea to boost your self-esteem is to just continue to celebrate life in the little wins that you have every day. I think this also just continues to promote good and well-being in your life and just continue to be grateful for each day that you've been provided. And definitely just goes back to the point I wanted to say about like your body, for example, and appreciating all the things that it can do, accepting the parts of you that are natural and are the things that make you you instead of focusing on things that you wish you were in comparison to others. So I think celebrating these things about ourselves, celebrating the gratitude that we have to breathe the fresh air on earth every day is something that is taken for granted a lot but can be very fruitful in the efforts of promoting your holistic well-being. So that is what I wanted to discuss on today's episode. Thank you all for spending the past 30 minutes with me and I hope to catch you next Wellness Wednesday. Just a reminder, I created this podcast with the goal of promoting holistic wellness and advocating for a healthier society in all ways, including social, environmental, mental, and emotional well-being. So I hope that you were able to gain some insight on those topics today, and I hope that you will listen next week. But thank you all for listening to the Learning with Lauren podcast today. Please consider following and subscribing to this podcast if you want to listen every week. You can follow me on my Instagram and TikTok at Learning with Lauren podcast. Bye.